Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, sports fans, basketball is back, and that means good news for you with Bet Online, which remains your number one source for all your basketball betting needs this season. You'll get latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. Hey, as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways along with live scores all season long. We're talking MLB to MMA, tennis, boxing, golf. NHL and everything else, NFL, you name it, you can get a 100% welcome bonus right now. All you have to do is go to betonline.ag, that's betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use our promo code BELIEVE though, that's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V to receive your rewards, B-L-E-A-V to receive your rewards. Bet online is where the game starts. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Did you know that my hot tub came from global leaders in the hot tub industry and their hot tub did not? That's a fact. Look it up. Did you know that my hot tub was built in the United States with the highest standard of quality control? Yeah, their hot tub is out of control. Did you know that my hot tub has factory direct pricing, comes with customer service support seven days a week, has an extensive warranty, and offers free shipping to your home, and came with an incredible financing plan? Yep, you guessed it. Sorry, their hot tubs simply don't. When it comes time for you to choose the right hot tub for you and your family, remember, there's my hot tub, and there's their hot tub. Smart shoppers choose My Hot Tub every time. MyHotTub.com. Experience the difference in person and visit their showroom in Destiny, USA, or visit them online at MyHotTub.com. Why go with their hot tub when you can go with My Hot Tub? MyHotTub.com. Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by our great friends over at Welch & Company Jewelers, Ken's Auto Detailing, and Chick-fil-A of Cicero & Clay. Had a great lunch over at Chick-fil-A today, man. Make sure you get on over there. The chicken tenders, nuggets, waffle fries, mac and cheese, delicious drinks, delicious desserts with their milkshakes, and the uh, chocolate chip uh, cookies, and uh, they'll cater your breakfast, they'll cater your lunch, they'll cater your dinner for business or for pleasure over at Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay. Great, great people in the community as well. And they are hiring, by the way, so make sure you go visit their Facebook page uh, and check out what uh, they have to offer as far as jobs and heck of a lot more. Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And do want to throw a tip of the cap thank you out there as well to Jam and Beats, Burton Ace Hardware, Camillus Golf Club, and Liverpool Physical Therapy. All right, it is time for the NFL recap uh, from the week that just went by. Uh, we are basically halfway through the NFL season, man. I mean, that's that's where we're at here, you know. Um, plenty of surprises. I'll hand out my game ball. Um, and this was a week where, you know, we start to get, as the NFL is like, you know, kind of divided into 
four second segments of the season. Um, the first one is the intro. The second is sort of we we start to learn who we are. The third one is uh, jockeying and and really starting that positioning for for where you're going to be in the off season, whether that's you know, going to be a, a team that's going to take a top, top draft pick or a playoff team or a title contender, you know, that's looking for home field advantage, whatever the case may be. And then, and then the final piece to the puzzle is that last segment. And, you know, week um, seven did not disappoint. Uh, there were some really good finishes, really good performances. Uh, and we go all the way back to Thursday night football where the Cardinals played the Saints in a game that I didn't expect it to be this high scoring. I didn't expect it to be this good, but it was. And uh, Arizona, you know, basically made more plays in the end uh, and and used two pick sixes, you know, in the first half, which really propelled them to victory. Um, Benjamin is running it really well for them right now as well. And, uh, you know, this is just a Cardinal team that I, I've said for a long time, I and mean, they have a lot of speed. They have a lot of real, like, big-time studs on the defense. And uh, they were able to get it done against New Orleans uh, in a game that they really, really needed. New Orleans season's probably toast at this point. I mean, to come back from 2-5 and five is extremely, extremely difficult. But um, Arizona uh, did what they needed to do. They defended the home turf. Uh, Kyler Murray only threw it 29 times for 204 yards. He did run it for 30. Um, but it was the defense. That, that was the story of this game. You know, they picked off uh, Andy Dalton three times. He had a really rough game. Uh, and, uh, you know, the two pick sixes, of course, um, you know, Isaiah Simmons has been all over, all over the place all year, right? Mario Wilson, uh, Marco Wilson, excuse me, and Antonio Hamilton. Um, the defense just got it done, and I've been saying it for a long time that if they can get Kyler Murray going and they can get a consistent offense, Cliff Kingsbury relinquishes the offensive calling, uh, play calling duties. They have major speed. They have major major defensive playmakers. They got dudes. They've got Collins. They've got Buda Baker. They have Isaiah Simmons. I mean, they have dudes. And Arizona at three and four now. Let's see if they can kind of right the ship uh, heading into uh, into the rest of the season. Bengals blasted the Falcons. This game was over. Um, I thought in the first half. I mean, I know Atlanta got the 17 points in the second quarter, but it was 28-17 at the half, and Joe Burrow went nuts. Joe Mixon uh, ran it well enough, and you know Boyd and and Chase are just absolutely dominating in this game. Joe Burrow went 34 for 42 with 400, 481 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, just absolutely amazing. The connection is there. The Bengals are back. Uh, their defense, uh, they struck when they had to as well. I, I would not want to try and block Hubbard and Hendrickson up front. Uh, the secondary is underrated. And the Bengals, here they come, man. They're looking like the defending AFC champs, right? I mean, good, good goodness. They really are. Um, and, and they're 4-3 and three now overall starting to propel themselves uh, into a really nice spot here uh, as they take on some division foes and try to uh, get back to the Super Bowl. Cowboys 24-6 winners over the Detroit Lions. This game was just an, an overwhelming game for uh, the Lions to play. I mean, they, they couldn't get into the end zone. Uh, the Cowboys forced five turnovers in the second half. Trayvon Diggs is everywhere. Parsons is everywhere. The defense is terrific. Offensively, uh, they're getting enough out of out of a lot of guys in a Dak Prescott game, comeback game. But this was just a Dallas defense that suffocated Detroit, and uh, Detroit really didn't have any answers in this football game. And the final thing I'll say on this game is, you know, Dan Campbell, I mean, maybe maybe needs a little bit of, of help. Uh, we've, we've seen a sad Dan Campbell this year. Um, this is a Lion team that I think a lot of people expected more from. Um, you know, they, they, they were the best, worst record team in the NFL last year, all those close games. 
we're going to be better. They promise to be tougher, if that's possible. Um, and they've just completely been pancaked um, by the majority of the opponents this year. And this past game was was maybe the worst one in terms of pure domination by the other side. Maybe Dan Campbell needs a, a clock manager. Uh, I you know I I you know a lot of people have said for a long time that just every NFL head coach should have a clock manager, right? Um, but Detroit, this this was just a pancake job by the Dallas Cowboys. Titans nineteen to ten winners over the Indianapolis Colts after this game. Matt Ryan getting benched, of course, for the rest of the season. Things are starting to fall apart for the Colts, although 500 record, they're still kind of right there. But it seemed as though maybe the Titans pulled away a little bit, you know, winning this head-to-head game. Derrick Henry, after the first couple weeks of the season, has just been the horse that we know him as. Uh, He had an 128-yard game on 30 carries, really set the tone. Um, You know, three turnovers for the Colts did not help the situation. The Titans defense was suffocating in this game and again they were left for dead in the beginning of the year Mike Vrabel the toughness you know just Derrick Henry things that they've um, utilized that have created them to win games under the Vrabel tenure um, you know they came to fruition again uh, in this game and they dominated division opponent and now it feels like they're kind of pulling away and going in one direction while you know the Colts are going uh, in the exact opposite. Commanders 23-21 winners over the Green Bay Packers. I every single week, I every single week am waiting for Green Bay to win. I pick them and pick them. I'm like, no, come on, this team can't be that bad. They're going into Washington. They could play a B game and still beat. Nope, 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 and nope. I mean, it, this Green Bay team is so bad right now. I still think that there's a lot there as far as the defense goes with Devondre Campbell and company, but, you know, Jair Alexander doesn't have an interception yet, right? Like, there there are a lot of guys, um, you know, on this defense who have played um, okay uh, and have played a little bit above average, but for being the elite guys that they are in this league, should have better numbers, should have better production, uh, and they don't. Uh, Razul Douglas being one of them, I mean, I, I think they could easily be getting more out of him. They could be getting more out of, tough to say more out of Campbell, but but it's it's there. You know, he, he has a potential to dominate. Um, you know, he does have an interception this year. He does have a host of tackles, so he'd be the one that I would blame the least. But again, Alexander and others, uh, this defense just uh, does not look good. And Green Bay, holy cow. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, not a lot of uh, chemistry there with his wide receivers. Lazard, though, did have the bad drop. It's like, if it's one, if it's not one thing, it's the other. Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, you know, uh, when he goes back and has time to, to throw it, uh, and his offensive line has its you-know-what together, he throws a perfect pass, and then the receivers drop it. Another time, Aaron Rodgers has protection, and he holds on to the ball too long. Another time, Aaron Rodgers misses his receivers on his own. Um, so it's like, you know, what row of dominoes do you want to fall here, right? And Washington got enough, um, you know, out of Taylor Heineke, who went 20 of 33 for 201 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, he threw a pretty nice ball, actually, the 37-yard TD to McLaurin. Um, but the Packers, to me, the story is more about Green Bay. I mean, they are just they are just brutal. And you have to think to yourself, well, why has A.J. Dillon only gotten, you know, 11 carries a game on average? Uh, I feel like he should be getting more. This is a team that made no secret about it going into the year. You know, they were going to ground and pound, use the play action off of that, and win with defense and win games in the 20s now, more. Well, 23-21, they lost the game in the 20s to the Commanders, and now the Packers have to go into Buffalo for Sunday night football. And 
Green Bay right now, um, boy, it, it is close to really, really falling apart big time. Panthers home for the Buccaneers, and they beat Tampa 21-3. to uh, This was a shocker like Green Bay. I just wait for Tampa every single game to, well, this has got to be the one they're going to win, and they don't. Uh, they traded Robbie Anderson, they traded Christian McCaffrey, and they beat Tom Brady by 18 points. You, what? Right? Um, and a lot of it had to do with four men on the ground, right? Um, the Buccaneers' rush defense just looked really, really bad. They had the two back-to-back big plays, uh, Foreman and Hubbard, in this game, and then Carolina just locked it down. And uh, Tom Brady, you know, a lot like Aaron Rodgers, he's missing a lot of people right now. There doesn't seem to be a lot of cohesion. Brady seems like he's not enjoying himself. He seems distracted. Um, you know, he probably should have walked away when he said he was done. Um, and I know that the pro Brady people out there are yelling and screaming, well, yeah, but, you know, he's a guy you should want to uh, get torn off the field and all that. And I thought that for a long time, too. Um, but the way Brady's operated this year, the screaming on the sidelines to his offensive linemen, and I understand there's a lot of testosterone, a lot of ego, there's yelling in the NFL. I get it. It's it's a high-octane pressure cooker uh, week in and week out, but the way he does it, the annoyance, um, you know, the fact that he he went to Robert Kraft's wedding um, and then didn't fly with the team, you know, just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, You know, the the, the public stuff with Giselle, I, I just you know what, man, I hope it was worth it. You know, I hope it was worth it to come back and win a division title. And, you know, look, they might they might figure or just get a wild card berth uh, or miss the playoffs altogether. We just don't know what this team's going to do right now. Um, the NFC is so weak. They have that going for them just like Green Bay does. Uh, you wonder if maybe, maybe Tampa Bay can just kind of weather the storm and be like a game or two over 500 going into the last, you know, five, six games of the year and then turn it on and figure it out because there is a lot of talent on both sides. Um, but to me, I mean, Tom Brady lost his family. He he has, has just had a ton of battles with his teammates this year. He seems awfully distracted. Um, might have been a, a lot better for him to go out on top, you know, at the age of 45 after last year with the great numbers that he put up. I mean, I think he led the league in completions and yards, uh, which is really saying something. So you say to yourself, well, geez, if this guy's still playing at that level, yeah, but all it takes is a few games the next year. We'll see what happens. I'm not giving up totally on Tampa, but this was an ugly look losing at Carolina, not even getting into the end zone for crying out loud and not scoring until the fourth quarter. The Giants keep humming 23-17. to This is literally the same roster that they had last year. It's coaching, man. I think Martindale is getting it done on defense. They're using guys in the right positions, uh, Dexter Lawrence among others. Um, Saquon Barkley continues to be unstoppable. Um, And the Jaguars got some good offensive performances, you know, from Kirk and ATN, and even Trevor Lawrence showed some signs in this game, you know, as well. But um, obviously was, uh, you know, didn't throw any picks. Uh, Daniel Jones, though, 19 of 30 through the air, but he really killed the Jags with his legs. I mean, they they ran a a lot of... um, you know, read options and, and, and some trickery. And he had an 107-yard game on 11 carries and in uh, a touchdown. Um, so Daniel Jones, man, 309 yards total from scrimmage. He had two touchdowns. He didn't throw a pick. He was efficient. Um, he led the way. Barkley, again, was a monster. Um, you know, spreading the wealth to Slayton and Robinson and Barkley and all these guys. Again, this is the same freaking roster as last year. But what the Giants do to you is the Giants say, okay, 
we're not going to have an elite quarterback in this game. We want to win a low-scoring game. We want to control the clock. And by the fourth quarter, you're going to be exhausted. We're going to wear you down in a backyard brawl, and we're going to get the final haymaker in. And that's what they've done all year, and that's why they're 6-1. and one. It's been damn impressive. And they're 3-0 and oh on the road, by the way. Um, I'm telling you, man, Brian Dable right now, coach of the year, big time. Ravens 23-20 to 20 over the Browns, and, you know, this time around, uh, the Ravens actually held on to that lead. <laughs> you know, it was it was 20-13 to, to 13 going into the fourth quarter. Uh, they end up winning 23-20, to 20, getting a field goal, giving up a touchdown, but it was enough. Um, you know, and uh, Gus Edwards, you know, really in this game got those two big touchdowns, and the Ravens showed a little bit of that toughness and a little bit of that, you know, knack for the moment that they haven't, uh, in earlier games this year, they win a big game at home. And by the way, now the Cleveland Browns are 2-5 and five their season. It's going to be awfully tough to climb back from that. Um, the AFC has been, uh, I think, really top-heavy. But I think some of the middle teams are going to get better as the year goes on. I think Baltimore is going to be one of those teams. And Cincinnati is going to be one of those teams. And the Titans are going to be one of those teams. Um, I don't know about the AFC West teams outside of KC. I don't really trust anybody there. Certainly don't trust Denver, uh, Vegas mm, and the chargers. I mean, maybe, maybe the chargers can be one of those teams, but again, they look like crap this past week and I'll get to that game in a minute, but, um, this was a huge game and it, and it really put a division foe way down, you know, the ladder. I mean, the Browns now at two and five, it'd be going to be tough sledding, you know, to come back from this jets beat the Broncos 16 to nine, no Russell Wilson in this game. This was an ugly game. Um, and, 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 and the worst news of all was Brees Hall was gone, um, you know, for the year with a torn ACL, he broke a tackle and had a 62 yard touchdown, but this was just a really, really, really hard fought game, low scoring game, road game. And a lot of what the giants are doing, the jets are doing as well. I mean, that backyard brawl stuff, they don't have an elite quarterback, um, you know, talented running back in this case, theirs is gone for the year. They did pick up James Robinson, which shows that Joe Douglas is not messing around. He's still going for the playoffs, and that was a great pickup in a trade with Jacksonville. Um, and the Jets are 5-2. and two. How are the Giants and Jets 11-3 and three combined? It makes no sense. Raiders, 38-20 winners over the Texans. This was a game that the Raiders had to have. They're now 2-4 and four on the year. The Texans are trash. Um, yeah, I know they play hard and all that other crap, but they lose games. I mean, they lose, they lose every game. Um, the story in this game, to me, I mean, the two offensive players, Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams are, you know, when, when they're playing off of one another, they're incredibly difficult to stop. And the Raiders now have got to get on a run here somehow to get back in this thing. But certainly the offense that we, I think, were accustomed to seeing this year with Josh McDaniels and company, high wire acts and all the rest, the passing game, opening up the run, the run opening up the pass. I think that's happened for the Raiders now, um, you know, in, in, in this game. And let's see what they do from here. Seahawks against the Chargers. Wow. 37 to 23 winners. Seattle. This was a road game for Seattle. They went in and got, you know, took care of business. And it's funny. Because the leaders offensively, passing, Justin Herbert, running, well, receiving Austin Eckler, running was Kenneth Walker III. And he was great for Seattle. Um, you know, he was he, he, he was fantastic. Uh, he can run in short-yarded situations. He can burst it for 74 like he did in this game. Um, I'd be worried if I'm a Chargers fan about that interior defensive line, man, because you can really, really run the football on that team. Um, I still don't trust Brandon Staley as a head coach. And Seattle, with Pete Carroll, they've been one of the big surprises of the NFL season. I think after the Giants and Jets, 
um, surprises in a good way, I think I'd have to go right towards Seattle, man, because Geno Smith is playing an incredible brand and level of football right now. And there's a toughness there. There's a swagger there. Pete Carroll's got energy like a 40-year-old on the sidelines. Seahawks have been an unbelievable surprise this season. The Chiefs were humming. Wicked, wicked, wicked hum job on the San Francisco 49ers. That's supposed to be one of the best defenses in the entire NFL. And that was the best offensive game the Chiefs have put forth this season so far. I mean, when you look at the way Mahomes was throwing it around the yard, the trickery, the unbelievable stuff that Andy Reid can put together... Uh, for an offensive game plan, when they work like this, I mean, they're unstoppable. 423 yards for Mahomes, 25 of 34 for three touchdowns. He did throw the one interception, uh, but he was getting the ball to everybody. Juju, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, Kelsey, McKinnon, Hardman. Um, they were doing reverses. They were doing, uh, you know, getting Mahomes out of the pocket, slinging it all across the board. And this defense for the Niners, you know, they had Nick Bosa in there. They had Fred Warner. I mean, they had... Ch- Traverius Ward, you know, they, they had, they had a healthy, you know, a healthy uh, roster for the most part on defense. Um, a lot of their big studs were in there and they got torched. They got absolutely torched. They got pushed around. The Chiefs offensive line had their way. Um, that was an ugly, ugly game for San Francisco, ugly game. And, you know, look in the week NFC, there's still plenty of time for the Niners to charge back. Um, but man, I just, the quarterback play for them is probably what's ultimately going to cost them. You know, I mean, a, a touchdown, a two touchdowns, but but a horrible pick by Jimmy G. Um, you know, his QBR was thirty nine point seven, and you're just not going to win with with the throws that he makes. You know, you're just not. You're just not. That third quarter said it all. Uh, by that point, it was twenty eight to uh, to sixteen in the third quarter. Um, still a chance for San Fran, but you know it felt like a, a lot bigger lead because you couldn't slow down the Chiefs offense. And uh, the Chiefs are now humming at 5-2, and two, and the 49ers have some work to do. Dolphins beat the Steelers on the 1972 undefeated season and championship anniversary. Obviously, they wore the cool throwback uh, uniforms there. Tua uh, played fairly well in this game. Mostert ran it well. Waddle, of course, through the air catching it. Uh, and the Dolphin defense was uh, was really good. Um, you know, awesome on first down, created a lot of third and long situations. Great job, great game planning uh, by Miami in this game. Um, you know, and sometimes even though you're more known for your offense, um, you know, with weapons like Hill and Waddle and company, uh, the, the reality is sometimes you win a defensive game in the NFL when, when it just happens to be that way. And that's how it was in this football game, right? I mean, Tyreek Hill still had a solid game. Waddle had a solid game, um, but it wasn't a 30 five to 31 win, uh, Miami had to clamp down. And sometimes it's about the opponent you play. Pittsburgh likes to slow you down. Pittsburgh likes to hit you in the mouth. Miami hit back and won the football game. Shocker on Monday Night Football. Holy smokes. The Chicago Bears beat the New England Patriots 33-14. to They had the lead at the half, 20-14. to And then the Patriots didn't score again. <laughs> and... You know, we've got quarterback controversy times a 1,000 in New England right now with Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones. Mac Jones, they basically toyed with him in this game, just giving him those reps. Um, you know, Bailey Zappi goes in there. He gets picked twice. Uh, they could not get the, the ground game going at all. Um, and on the other side, you know, the Bears' defense was pretty suffocating. 
Roquan Smith is a monster. Remember, he was under trade uh, rumors here not too long ago. He had 12 total tackles, eight of which were solo and a sack. I mean, he was he was probably the best player on the field the entire game for both sides. The Bears' secondary was absolutely great. Their linebackers were terrific. And what do we think now about Justin Fields, right? I mean, this is a Bears team now that's in the weak NFC. There's so much mediocrity going on in the NFC. Is, is this a Bears team that can that can vie somehow for a playoff berth? I mean, are we going to overreact? It's a standalone game against New England. I don't want to, but it's hard not to look at Justin Fields and go, wait a minute, that guy can do that, right? And the offensive line, as the game went on, got better. And Justin Fields, yeah, he threw a bad pick, but he had 82 yards on the ground, 14 carries, ran it smart, found his holes. They rolled him out of the pocket often. Um, he had a touchdown on the ground, and he had – 179 yards through the air and, and a touchdown. And again, the defense dominated as well, which helps. But what are we to make of Chicago now? I mean, is, is this a team that can actually change their ways? You know, I, I don't want to read too much into it. Um, I also realize that they have to go at Dallas, you know, next game. Miami at home, Detroit at home, at Atlanta, at the Jets, home for Green Bay. Uh, yeah, Philadelphia at home, Buffalo at home, at Detroit, Minnesota at home. There's some, there's some, there's some tough games in there, man. You know the Packers are going to want revenge. Um, good luck, good luck going. Uh, you know, taking on the Bills on Christmas Eve. Um, you know that at Dallas game is going to be really hard. Uh, but, but did the Bears find something here, or did they just beat a really below average Patriot team? So we'll see. Um, my game ball is between a couple of quarterbacks, and I just I want to give it to both guys, but I, I'm going to give it to one. I, I was. Going back and forth with Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes uh, for my game ball. Just incredible performances by these guys. Um, I am going to give it to Joe Burrow. Patrick Mahomes did go for 25 and 30, 25 and 34 for 423 yards and three touchdowns. But um, Joe Burrow was 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 out of this world 30 as well and had more yards. Uh, three touchdowns, 34 of 42 for 481 yards uh, against the Atlanta Falcons and. You know, I, I could have given it to Mahomes because he went up against a better defense, but the way Burrow was throwing, uh, the adversity that they felt in the beginning of the year, uh, now with Burrow kind of coming out of it a little bit, it shows you how good he is because he's starting to really connect with his, with his guys again. Um, I'm going to give the game ball to Joe Burrow as the Bengals look as far as right now mm-hmm. like they're back as challengers to get back to the Super Bowl. Mike Lindsley with you here. It's the ML Sports Platter. Thanks for listening all over the major platforms. Go ahead and download, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Mike L Sports, and please subscribe to my YouTube channel, Mike L Sports, as well. We are brought to you by Stanley Law Offices. Stanley Law Offices, together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. And a tip of the cap, thank you as well. The Bowers & Company CPAs are good friends at the Syracuse Fitness Store. Your State Farm agent, Matt Graham, and... Rosie's Corner, pizza, pasta, hot and cold subs, wings and more, comfort food throughout the week like Meatloaf Monday, Turkey Slop Tuesday, Chicken and Biscuit Wednesday, Mac and Cheese Thursday and Friday, and of course Fish Friday each and every week as well. Try the Garlic Parm Wings, try the Gold Fever Wings, try the Reuben, try the uh, Meatball Bomber, try the Stuffed Shells. It's all happening at Rosie's Corner. You can download the Slice app at Rosie's as well and order right from there. Rosie's Corner is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Brewerton Road, right in front of the Brewerton Bridge uh, in Brewerton, right off the Bartell Road exit. So make sure you get to Rosie's Corner for any and all occasions. And oh, by the way, gift cards are available for your family and friends as well. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. (music) 
It's always ice cream season in Central New York, and the locally owned and operated Carvel in North Syracuse welcomes you to come in and grab their pumpkin cakes, along with a four-pack of Little Screamers. Carvel is open seven days a week, Brewerton Road, North Syracuse, America's favorite since 1934, and now offering pumpkin spice soft serve to go along with pumpkin cakes and those four-packs of Screamers. Happy Halloween! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.